Perhaps you know the feeling of having misplaced something that's quite important or valuable to you. You probably know this feeling. I can think back to a few different moments in my life where I I really misplaced something that I needed. Probably the top of that list is when I misplaced my three-year-old brother. For about 45 minutes, that was a very harrowing experience that involved multiple law enforcement agencies. Um, A little less harrowing was the time that I lost my wedding ring. Not quite a brother, but it was a hard couple of days. And you know, I'm still really bothered by the fact that I misplaced a fountain pen in 2018 and it has not yet turned up. I have replaced it, but it's still not off my mind. And maybe you know what it's like to misplace something. I I do know that some of you have misplaced your homework and assignments in the past. Um, So you you likely can, can feel that and recognize that. But in what is my last opportunity to speak to you as Boyce College students before you officially become Boyce College graduates, I want to go to a passage in the Gospel of Matthew where Jesus is speaking to his disciples as they're getting ready to go out on a mission, right? A, a mission that will really prefigure the grand mission that he will have for them following his death, burial, resurrection, and ascension. And I just want to point out a few aspects of discipleship that we see here. And it's really things that we've been talking about for four, five, six, seven, eight years now that I hope that you'll not misplace. My prayer is that as you leave here and as you move into whatever assignment God has for you, that you will not misplace these aspects of your Christian discipleship, these aspects of your walk with Christ. Because the implications are difficult. The danger is real. And so let's read Matthew chapter 10, beginning in verse 26. And I just want to make three reflections following this. Matthew writes, So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered that will not be revealed, or hidden that will not be known. What I tell you in the dark, say in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, Fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? And not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. But even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. So everyone who acknowledges me before men, I also will acknowledge before my father who's in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I also will deny before my father who is in heaven. Jesus has, in the previous verses, been giving his disciples maybe what you would say uh, would be logistical instructions. He's been telling them where to go, uh, what to take, where to avoid, who to go reach. But when we get to this point, he's really laying out some things that are applicable to all who would follow Christ, all who would bear his name through space and time. And so I think there are three things that we can think about here. And I want to frame it as, as, uh, as things to avoid misplacing. Things to avoid misplacing. And so first, 
just want to warn you that misplaced fear will jeopardize your witness. We see this, I think, in verses 26 through 28, where Jesus is warning the disciples that they will experience resistance and persecution as they enter on this mission. And these disciples will have a choice to make about who they will fear. They can either fear man and their witness will be jeopardized, or they can fear God and they can continue in pursuit to the faithful mission to which he has called them. And brothers and sisters, I I would say that you will face the same potential for misplaced fear. There's great opportunity in this world for fear of man. Some of you don't even know it yet. Because one of the great things about this place is that we try to line up our beliefs and our values and our convictions and our conduct with Scripture. But what that means is that sometimes externally, fear of man can look like fear of God. But that's not true of most places. And so, uh, for the most part, where you are going, there will be great opportunity to fail to fear God alone and to fall into the trap of fear and man. And what we see here is that that can absolutely destroy your witness. You know, we didn't bring you here to keep you, as Dr. Moeller said. This is it's not a monastery, right? This does not uh, end in you taking vows to stay here forever. This ends in a commencement, ascending, a start, really, of the next portion of your life. And by the way, I've gotten enough wedding invitations to know that nobody thought it was a monastery. Uh, (laughs) But it's not. Our, Our goal is to send you. But if you go and you're crippled by fear of man rather than fearing God alone, who has real power and authority over you and this world, it will jeopardize your witness. Second, misplaced value will jeopardize your trust in God. Misplaced value will jeopardize your trust in God. We see this in verses 29 and 31 where uh, Jesus really makes this profound point that the sparrow, this Uh, almost worthless animal in economic terms is valuable to God. So valuable that not one small sparrow would fall to the ground apart from the Father's will. And he makes this argument from the lesser to the greater to say, if the sparrow has value, how much more do you who are created in God's image and redeemed by Christ have value to God? And so you can trust him. You can trust the Father's will because of how much he loves you and cares for you and values you. But again, the reality is that the world has a number of other ways that it wants you to account yourself valuable. Employment status, promotions, opportunities, accolades, awards, All those are the world's accounting principles that will ultimately lead you 
to dissatisfaction if you rely on them to gain a sense of your own value. And so, brothers and sisters, do not misplace your value. If you do, it can jeopardize your trust in God as you move through this next season and these next seasons of your life. Remember, remember that God cares about the sparrow, and so he watches over you and me. You can trust him because of how valuable you are to him. And then finally, a misplaced confession can jeopardize your soul. A misplaced confession can jeopardize your soul. The stakes are high, friends. The stakes are high. Not all of those disciples who Jesus sent out would persevere to the end. And the reality is, is as I've gotten older, I have been surprised at the number of people in my life who, one after another, have fallen away to the point where they're no longer even recognizable as a follower of Christ. And so as you move from this place, as you move into whatever this next season will be for you, there will be pressure after pressure and opportunity after opportunity to forsake your acknowledgement of Christ for something much lesser. And so my encouragement to you is to not misplace that confession, but yet hold fast, to stand firm, to trust in Christ and maintain a firm grip on him so that when those pressures mount and when those opportunities come, that you will hold fast to your confession of Christ. And, you know, these opportunities, these challenges they may come in a, in a really stark way when you're hauled into the human resources office or into the courtroom or a microphone is shoved in your face and you're asked, do you confess Christ is Lord or do you affirm some basic Christian commitment? But more often than not, the failure to acknowledge Christ comes as you misplace your value, as you misplace your fear, and so you're led to a misplaced confession where you no longer confess Christ before men. And Christ says that he then will no longer confess you before the Father. And so my prayer for you, my encouragement, my exhortation to you is to continue for all of your days maintaining that confession that Jesus is Lord, that you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead so that you may be saved. As John writes, whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God abides in him and he in God. So don't misplace your fear. Don't misplace your value and don't misplace your confession. Fear God alone. Trust him and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Thank you, friends, for allowing us to be part of this season of your life. We love you, we're proud of you, we're behind you, and may God bless you.